Create your best life now. Hello and welcome in. This is Sean Bure here, and this is the Create Your Best Life Now podcast. The real great goal of this podcast is to provide you with wisdom, courage, inspiration, motivation, action, so that you can create the life that you want, so that you can create your best life now. It's always the present, not the past, not the future, the present. And instead of waiting for something to happen to you, instead of entrusting your well-being or things that happen to you to others, we need to take our power and our agency and create what we want now. That is the goal and benefit of this podcast. I'm happy you're here to benefit from the the session, the podcast that we're going to go over today. Happiness is reality minus expectations. Happiness is reality minus expectations. Because expectations are the root cause of our suffering. So why expect? Why create expectations if they're the root cause of our suffering? If they are one of the greatest hindrances and barriers and ruiners and destroyers of our happiness, of all the wonderful good things around us. It's because we have a fearful preparation twitch that we look to prepare ourselves for fearful things that could happen to us. And so before we go into a meeting, before we get ready for a day, before we go into a date, before we go into a meal with family, before we... Uh, you know, like whatever we're going into when we expect something, we go into it and we create expectations because we want to be prepared for what may or may not happen so that we can respond, so that we can survive. And this survival mentality, obviously, it comes from a good place. We want to survive. We want to be well. If we're going in with somebody else, we want them to be well. So we create these expectations. We sort of map out the future, which is impossible for us to inaccuracy predict. If we could predict the future, then we would, you know, pick all the right stocks. We could make all the right wagers on all the games. We could plan our lives to perfection. But this sort of sort of prediction, this future ability to understand what's coming is not a reality for us. And these expectations, instead of actually helping us, it's causing more harm than good. Too often in our lives, sometimes we get into this sort of mode We can learn things in our youth, and we can try to prepare ourselves for things that happen. But the habits and the behaviors that we exhibit in our youth are not really designed for adulthood. They have utility, they bring benefit, or else we wouldn't have used them when we were younger. But now that we're older, we have to learn new ways to act, new ways to behave, new ways to live. And I think that we can all agree that as we look at our lives, and as we look at the role of expectations in our lives... It's producing more harm than good, more ill than benefit. You can take example like going out to a restaurant. When you go out to a restaurant, maybe a new restaurant, for example, and you've read the reviews and you get these expectations of how the meal is going to be and you say, this is going to be a five-star meal. You can go to the restaurant, you can sit down, you can be there with everybody else. And as you're there, you can say, wow, this is this is nice, or that's nice, and you can notice this and notice that. But if you put a bar of a five-star meal, if it's a four-star meal, you've, you've suffered. You, you've, you've had a, a disappointing experience. And the reason you've had a disappointing experience is because of your expectation. 
the meal may have been four stars. It might have been a, a wonderful meal, but it wasn't a five-star meal. So it was disappointing. It was less than what you wanted. And thus expectations have struck again. Same thing with, you know, you going to a movie. You might go to a movie and you've heard reviews again and other people said, hey, you got to see this. You got to check this out. It's the best. It's the greatest, which is common for somebody to go to a movie. One, because they want to feel like they spent good money. So it feels like every movie is the best movie. Um, and movies are great, but it's like, you know, constantly the review is has to be such a high bar. Um, you know, this is where we sort of, you know, in hyperbole, this exercise in hyperbole of saying, oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen. When we get into this mode, all of a sudden we can go to a movie, and if it says, oh, it's the best movie I've ever seen, then we set the expectation too high to actually enjoy the movie. Because we're always trying to evaluate, is it what we expected it to be? And this is, the re- this is what keeps us from happiness. If we were to do away with expectations, and if we were to just be happy, if we were to just be present and just enjoy things for what they are, we could actually enjoy things instead of less, instead of suffer, due to expectations, we could flip that coin to the other side. And on the other side of expectations is appreciation, is gratefulness. And gratefulness is, you know, commonly held by Harvard and others through their studies as a a game changer in our lives, as a true catalyst to a better enjoyment of life. To true happiness is appreciating what we have versus expecting something to be more than it might be and then it not measuring up to what we want it to be. So gratefulness is appreciating what something is, all of the wonderfulness, all of the beauty that something is. I was listening to a great podcast today um, by the author of uh, The Psychology of Money. Uh, I forget his name right now, but... Um, He was on a podcast, um, and he was sharing that when he looks into his relationship with his wife, the way that they experience the greatest joy in their relationship is by looking to give to the other person without expectation. And when they give to the person without expectation, they're able to constantly be surprised in a positive way of all the things that their spouse is doing for them. They notice positive things as opposed to creating expectations and whether their spouse is able to do something or not do something based upon, you know, how they're feeling or the busyness of their day or, you know, the, the, so the instance of like, if they remember to do something or not, if they create no expectations, everything's a positive, everything's a gain. Their life is full of these positive things that their spouse is doing. And if they're full of expectations, it's the opposite because, None of us are perfect, so we're continually not measuring up to our own expectations, to the expectations of others. And this is how expectations run amok. Expectations are a downward spiral to things aren't great, things are not what they should be, things are not what I want them to be. Gratefulness is an upward spiral. It's up. It's like, oh gosh, this is the best. This is so great. Oh, look what they did. Oh, and they did that, and they remembered this. That's so nice of them. It's the opposite. And so if we want to suffer less and enjoy more, if we want less sadness and we want more happiness, we need to exchange expectations for appreciation or gratefulness. We need to be more grateful and more appreciative of what we have 
and expect less, or try to remove expectations altogether. And the funniest thing in this reality is when it comes to expectations is we're actually creating the expectations. We don't have to. We don't have to create expectations. It's something that we're willing, fully doing. It's a voluntary thing that we do. We're creating an expectation out of a fearful preparation to survive. We're looking into the future, which is impossible to know. And we're creating suffering for ourselves, which is the opposite of what we want. We don't want to suffer, and yet we create an expectation that causes and leads to suffering. We also have the power and the opportunity to, instead of creating that for ourselves, we could create a different experience. Instead of looking into this future and this preparation and this fear, we could, with courage, we could be present. We could be present in this moment. Expectation is about the future. Being present is about now. In this moment, in this present, can we be here? Can we not be scared about the future? Can we be here in this moment and can we enjoy this moment? So often the past is full of, you know, thinking about hypotheticals, thinking about things we might have wanted to do differently so that the present would be easier, thinking about making a different choice, thinking about making a harder choice, being more disciplined. These are natural things that we think about in the past. In the future, it's the opposite. It's anxiety. It's looking at the future. Am I going to have enough money? Is this going to go well? Are people going to show up? Is this going to take off? You know, like the future is anxiety. The past can often be hypothetical regret or, you know, uh, entertaining these things we might have wanted to do differently. But the present is the cessation, the, the cutoff of both of those things. And just being in the here and now, there's so much peace and serenity in the present. There's so much joy and good in the present. I mean, think about all the wonderful blessings that are in the present right now. You know, music and food and friends and family and warmth and shelter and opportunity and, you know, free content and books and, you know, all of these wonderful things that surround us that are good things. Now, we can choose to focus on expectations. We can choose to focus on things that aren't going right. Or we can choose to focus on the things that are going right and the beautiful and the wonderful things in our lives. And people will make their choices and they're welcome to that. That's the wonderful opportunity of creating. Again, the power and agency that you and I have to create what we want. And so when we have a choice of to be in the past or to be in the future or to be in the present... I would ask us and encourage us to be here now, to be in this present moment, to remove expectations of what the future is going to be, and instead to be grateful and to savor and to enjoy everything in our present midst. The colors, the smells, the sounds, the people, the music, the joy, the taste, the fragrances, all of the beauty of this moment. That is what we have an opportunity in every present moment to enjoy. And that's why the present is a present. I know it sounds, you know, hokey and cliche, but it's something to kind of bring us back to the reality of the gift of now, the opportunity of now, to with our power and our agency to create, as opposed to react, as opposed to, you know, be told how the world is going or to be told how the world is or be told how life is, to be in this moment and be grateful for all the good things.
So these are the three things that I would take away that I would encourage you to consider applying to your life and implementing in your life. The first one is give up the expectations and the practice of creating expectations because they only cause suffering. If you have toxic or dangerous people in your life, expecting is important because you need to prepare for toxicity. You need to prepare for danger. But my recommendation would be to remove yourself from them, from those relationships, from those experiences, or reduce it to as much, as little as possible so that you can, you know, instead of preparing for toxicity and preparing for danger, that you can remove yourself from that and be someone who's creating their best life now by enjoying the present, by enjoying the happiness that's available in the, in the wonderful reality that surrounds us. Second is be present in the here and now. Don't dwell on the past. Don't think about hypotheticals. It's gone, right? I always call it, it's like shower water. You, you don't think about shower water. It's gone. You, you don't think about it. It doesn't come up to you. You don't, you don't think about, oh, hey, I wonder what that shower, <laughs> like it's gone. It, it, you know, use it to, you know, clean up and then it goes down the drain and it's gone. There's nothing to do with the past. We can't change the past. We need to be in the present because we, you and I, we live in the present. We live in the here and now, and we need to be in the here and now in order to enjoy our lives, in order to savor and embrace all of the good in our lives, all of the good that surrounds us every moment, every present moment that we're in. And then three, the, uh, not only do expectations create a problem, but focusing on our happiness is actually counterproductive to enjoying happiness, to experiencing happiness. Again, focusing on our happiness, our personal happiness, is actually counterintuitive to actually experiencing happiness. Um, so instead of that, we need to live value-aligned living, as in we need to live our values. So whatever our values are, let's say our value is love, or our value is intimacy, this deep connection with somebody, or our values are helping other people. Uh, whatever our values are, if we are in our values, if we're on our values and aligned with what we want to be about, what really matters to us, that actually creates incredible happiness for us. So maybe it's being close with our loved ones. So if we're present, when we're present with our loved ones, when we're being close with them, when we're sharing what's going on with ourselves, when we're listening deeply and actively to what's going on with them, when we're connecting and responding to what's going on with them and being vulnerable and being encouraging and supportive, when we're experiencing this close intimacy with them as a high value, that is a way to happiness for ourselves. Whereas if we're focused on what we're getting and what we're receiving, if we're focused on, I'm happy right now, that takes us out of the experience and often, again, it's in this uh, realm of like judging something, it kind of like pulls us back into expectation. Let's say it's enjoying helping others. That's one of the top ways to experience happiness is actually caring and helping somebody else. Enjoying making somebody's life better by giving them advice, by giving them support, by listening to them, by encouraging them. Those are things that we can do on a regular basis for other people, which has tremendous ROI for ourselves and help us create our best life while we're helping others create their best life. It's this amazing way for us to enjoy our lives that I think sometimes when we get caught up in this Western mindset of ourselves first, 
that's one of the first things I think that we lose is we lose the opportunity to be happy because we're sort of consumed with it because we're always measuring, am I feeling happy, you know, expectation, myself, myself, whereas when we're with other people and living our values, we're often happier than if we're focusing on how happy we are in the moment. So I hope this uh, was helpful today. If you have any questions, if you want to email me, please do so. Create your best life now. Email at gmail.com. If you want to go to the website, createyourbestlifenow.net and uh, learn about connecting with me and how I can help you. Uh, Look forward to the next podcast and uh, have a great day. Take care.